Is anybody else playing Wordle? Yes. Ashley's playing so Wordle. So the burning... Yeah. No. Alyssa's playing Wordle. I don't know what Wordle is. I don't know why people are talking either. about it. Listen, I only know so Wordle. many words. And I think this gives me an advantage. Because I don't know what a five-letter word is. I summon in my brain, a five-letter word, please. And it gives me, like, hey. Or plurg. And I really do very well at it. So if I can do it, you can. I just add an S to all of my favorite four-letter yes, words. exactly. So if it, it's like dance. That's a, that's a strategy. So is it just Scrabble? Shit. Um, well, you start each day by guessing the word horse. And it all just <laughs> falls into place for me. <laughs> Test, test, test. How about now? I can now? still hear you. We can still yes? hear you. Yes? Oh, thank God. Okay. All right. Technology. Okay, I'm ready. I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's Don't it. Don't die. Episode 98 is canceled. We'll move immediately into yes. episode 99. People can fill in the blanks <laughs> on their own. Figure it out. I could just start reading my chapter summary. It'll just be one of the quirks of our podcast that we don't have an episode 98. Like in, uh, yeah, in a hotel. It's the same. The, the 98th floor. Yeah, there's, there's no, no 98th floor. There's no floor, <laughs> floor 98, yeah. It spreads to all of culture. No one knows why. There's random <laughs> trivia about why they don't like that floor. Did anybody listen to the podcast episode about crows that I sent? No. No, because you all are. I, was I don't recall. I didn't want to be did your you friend send, anyways. When did you send this? <laughs> I sent it on a weekend. No. What are you talking that about? That wasn't today. No. Oh god. All right. <laughs> I was having trash TV day. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a set of wings. Ashley, doesn't that count for something? You can't use your ears when you make wings with your hands. No, because I need to listen to a very specific. <laughs> I know that's. Factually, I untrue. need to listen to a very specific tracks of like love, like rave EDM, like noise synth in order to. Well, you might have learned something about crows and EDM music if you'd listen to the Can episode. You send it again. Never. Oh, well. Yesterday at 2.34. I don't even remember where I was. Oh, you're eating rice. Is that what we were doing? I <laughs> yeah, eating rice all fucking day. <laughs> I think I was drawing uh, a dog catching a frisbee. Um, I'm, <laughs> should I just get Joey and make him be in here? Wait, I'm I'm here. Do you have a spider? Wait, is it not I working? He's yelling through the wall, but I can't. Test, 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 test. I thought I was on. <laughs> does Joey have a chapter? It... Yes. He does. Who wants to read Joey's I'll, chapter? I'll read Joey's chapter. Oh, okay. 
And no, you can't. I'm just, just give you me know, a... I'm being a soldier in battle. <laughs> I'm the only one without one. Okay. Joey, we got to move on here. Rachel? Give me a minute, okay? Jeez, I'm restarting the computer. I just, I just, I don't know what he's saying. I just hear his tone. <laughs> he does personally seem to have a lot of issues like this, though. <laughs> Listeners, if you could vote one person off the podcast, <laughs> Sadly, I feel like he might no, have No, I regret following. to inform you that we received two messages in the last 24 hours about how much they like Joey. Uh-huh. So, All right. Well, it was worth a shot. <clears throat> Whatever. I've always this said it. Poo. He's the X Factor. Figure out Joseph. No, she's gone too. <laughs> she's gone. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll just, just begin. Welcome to Buckley's Radio. <laughs> Coming to you from this is episode the ninety-eight, Fool's Quest, chapters twenty-nine through thirty-three. <laughs> this is Rachel, rereader, and I'm Alyssa, rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a rereader. I'm Eli, and I still can't say rereader. I'm Ashley, and I'm a new reader. <laughs> And I'm Joey, a first-time microphone user and audiobook listener. <laughs> we started, Rachel. We introed you. It's fine. <laughs> Corrections, omissions, and announcements. Announcement. We will give you more info about the 100th episode show next episode. Because we're still trying to sort out our lives. And again, how to use microphones. Right now, you're not a guest. Come on. <laughs> We would do mailbag, but we don't actually have access to that. Redacted from Yetta. Redacted from Jackie P. Redacted from Anne. I'm back. I'm back. All right, Rachel, you can pick up with mail. We did the intro. We shared it. You're going to love it. We did the intro. It's good. I swear. It's a good intro. Um. Okay. Let's do mail. Woohoo! <clears throat> so the first bit of mail we have is from Yetta, uh, which much of this is redacted because it is for our hundredth uh, uh, episode. See, I was However, right. I, you could have just gone. On I, my did, mail, but I did want to say uh, that Yetta <laughs> says, "I love Joey's summaries. I, it was deranged, ridiculous, and hilarious, and had me cracking up in the car ride home." Deranged. Sounds <laughs> like. Oh, thank you, Yetta. <laughs> Everything's better with Yetta. <laughs> uh, that's how we lost a I said I've said that before. Maybe oh, not. Well, sorry, Anna. All right. The next one is from Jackie P, who is congratulating us on almost 100 episodes. Truly, almost because who knows if we'll ever get farther than episode 98. Um, and more reference to some of Joey's uh, more famous. Uh, summaries so we got lots of joey love despite the fact that joey can't get his mic to work (laughs) (laughs) but when it does Uh, 
<laughs> and most importantly, we got an e. Well, not most importantly, but very interestingly, we got an email from Anne who wanted to say, "I've reached the needle pig portion of last episode. Here to share <laughs> that in Danish, hedgehog or porcupine, because we use the same word for either kind, is and I apologize, I don't know Danish. It says pinsvin, which literal." Literal translation is stick pig. So very close mm, to needle mm, pig. Kaluna, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> my go. little, what is it, pinsfin? Pinsfin. Pinsfin. Yes. Pinsfin. Oh. So uh, that we can canonize that one. How do you spell that? Pinsfin. P I N D S V I N. Oh, yes. And for needle, needle pig. pig? But what about night eyes? <sighs> Or are we going for like types of animals? I will say that I I don't know if you saw. My, I think night eyes could be a alligator. wolf. And needle pig could be yeah. a needle pig. Well, I don't know if you guys saw my my alligator in a dress that I drew today, but I was <laughs> thinking about about how I could make. She's holding like a heart balloon, and I was thinking yeah, I could give her a friend and make it a Galentine's card. And all the while, I'm thinking of the word Galentine. <laughs> totally makes sense. <laughs> And I was like, nobody else gets that. Oh, it that. is cute. <laughs> it's very cute. I like the dress. Yeah, there's like eight videos of me trying to, you know, draw this thing and make it work I for people to that. understand what I'm doing. You can hear me try and explain Instant. how I draw. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, that's it for mail then. And we can move on to this chapter summary, which is on Jenny's shoulders to get us rolling through. <laughs> Through Pinsfin. Don't give up, no matter what happens. <laughs> I won't give up, but Fitz wants to. All right. Chapter 29. Family, a.k.a. Fitz learns he has one. Again. Uh, the intro comes to us through a game of minstrel telephone to tell us about the tale of Kitney Moss, which is kind of a fun name, who was accused of killing his wife and taken to the witness stones to duel for the truth where he was nearly beaten and then he announced he was innocent and turning to the goddess for protection and went until the sk- went to the skill stone never to be seen again and apparently he was innocent because tag the miller who had killed who had actually killed who, ah, can't speak it was tag the miller who had actually killed his wife i'm doing so well already uh so i hope kitney got to go live in kelsinga or something instead of floating in the skill river forever because that would suck yeah. Although apparently it doesn't because Fitz keeps wanting to do it. So, anyway, this is the chapter where Fitz both breaks my heart and also makes me want to slap him or shake him or something to stop him being himself. Because he's just really dumb. Anyway, Fitz and company slowly trudge back to Buckkeep and Fitz is drowning in his own hopelessness as he is known to do. Already he's thinking, what if I just rode this horse into the ground too and went all the way to Clary's by myself right now, because why should I care about things here? And he really just wants to be kerosene 20-year-old Fitz all the time. That's his ideal self. Which apparently we agree with, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah! Anyway, <laughs> Riddle comes over and gently tells him that King Dutiful has summoned them all to his private audience chamber and Fitz is immediately like, well shit, I'm in trouble. Better take care of this horse so I can put this off as long as possible. And Riddle's like, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell him you'll be there soon, right? So Fitz goes to take care of the horse and Perseverance is all, I should be doing that. But Fitz really needs this delaying technique, so he doesn't let him help. 
Pura then tells him that Fleeter is the bestest horse ever, and Fitz is like, yeah, I know. And then with his wit, he's like, she's great. And I'm sure that Fleeter agrees. Pura then asks what happened to B, and Fitz, with the bedside man- manner of a sledgehammer, says, lost, lost forever. Pura is devastated. Fitz's knees don't work anymore. Everyone is sad. Even Fleeter can't make Fitz feel better. Eventually, Fitz can't handle all the emotional connection anymore, and he's got to go. So he heads off to what he's making out is going to be his execution or something, or at least exile, surely. He's failed everyone, and no one is going to want him around anymore. And oh my god, Fitz. He's just, he's so much. So everybody's there waiting for him. Dutiful, Eliania, the princess, that old riddle, Ketrickin, with her head suspiciously wrapped against the cold, shade flanked by shine and light. No touching! <laughs> Thick, steady, and oh wait, who's coming now? It's Hep, and Swift, and Nimble, and Chivalry too, and if that wasn't enough people to stuff into this clown carpet room, we have more last minute additions in The Fool and Spark. All of these people come to witness just how much of a failure Fitz is, because they couldn't possibly be there for any other reason. They must send him away forever as punishment. Dutiful starts talking, and Fitz is shocked at the informality of this family meeting as he explains that B is lost to them. All of Fitz's sort of kids are devastated at the news. And Dutiful is like, Fitz, do you want to explain or should I? And Fitz is like, here it comes, a public confession, where I will tell everyone just how terrible of a person and father I am, and then they'll make me go away. So Fitz gives his full report like he's ten and talking to Shade and blames himself for anything he possibly can, because it's clearly all his fault, and I mean, it kind of is, but also, for the love of it, Fitz, pull yourself together. At some point, Fitz's knees give out again. It's a common occurrence. And Dutiful is like, uh, are you okay, buddy? <laughs> And Katrick is like, I've had enough. Of course he's not okay. None of us are. Oh yeah, by the way, this isn't a judgment, you idiot. It's a memorial, and I cut off all my hair in mourning. And dutiful face palms at the sight of her because they were supposed to be keeping this on the down low. But oh wait, Eliana's cut all her hair off too. He really has a lot to handle with these two. Eliana is, of course, just really upset that they lost a girl child. And I swear, Prosper and Integrity, Mommy loves you really. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz tries to take all the blame again, but Eliania is like, no, blame them, let's kill them all. Dutiful tries to calm things down by reminding them that they're here to mourn B, and oh yeah, there's still a bunch of other problems in the kingdom and beyond, and he should really be attending to that. And if they could just... But Ketrickin cuts off her son's little outburst and leaves everyone in the hair-burning ceremony with a few eulogies thrown in for good measure, although Fitz can't bring himself to speak. After, everyone starts to leave until it's just Fitz and Ketrickin, and he looks at her, probably like he's checked out and about to run, and Ketrickin's just like, no, absolutely not. You're going to escort me back to my rooms, and then I'm going to feed you. So she brings him back and gives him a nice drug tea, payback for riddle, a massage, and then tucks him into bed, where he wakes in the middle of the night and to her arms around him, but it's fine, she's thinking about Verity. Not awful at all. <laughs> in the morning... She sends him out through the secret door so they don't cause a scandal, but reminds him that he's definitely not allowed to run away again. When he gets back to Shade's den, the fool reminds him of the same, and Fitz is like, I did that one time! But he did it in such spectacular spectacular fashion that they're really right to be concerned. The fool wants to talk murder plots, but Fitz doesn't have it in him. Luckily, Spark saves him with a request to speak with Dutiful later. The fool tells him he better bathe before he goes to see him, and you know, just once, it would be nice if Fitz remembered hygiene on his own. <laughs> so are, are we back to shipping uh, Ketrickin and Fitz? I loved it. Yes. You know, I still like it. I loved it. Never it stopped great. shipping. I wanted, I wanted it. <laughs> yeah, I'm... <laughs> Molly's added away. It it goes like the fool, 
then catch grin, then like you know, way down Molly. Oh, way down Molly. That's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> down Molly. Way down Molly. Way down Molly. Get low. Get low. <laughs> This is Buck Keep Radio. It's just a description of her ample pillows. Just way down. God. You swing when you sing. It's good. Uh, <laughs> We've been I like that. I like that. Yeah, you're right. It's a clown car. It's like, look, here's all the characters from the first two trilogies. Here they are. Yeah, it was a lot of hot breath in that room. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> Do you find yourself noticing uh, crowds more in like movies? Oh my movies? god, always. <laughs> like I, I watch I watch TV shows or like a movie or something, and I'm like, gosh, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Together in one place. Like on an elevator, packed into an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the way people smoke in restaurants in like film, and you're like, you can't do that anymore. Uh, in South Kakalaki, there are most definitely still places you can smoke indoors. <laughs> Mm. Welcome to South Carolina. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, Fitz begins his long martyrdom <laughs> in this section. Begins, rebegins, restarts, <laughs> replays. He's just so wildly out of touch all of the time. I find it deeply just, annoying. The thought that that he's so like. Just he can't fathom why everybody would be coming together. Like, damn, they even shipped in my like my pseudo like... sons to see me scorn. <laughs> like, no, dude, they did not. <laughs> it's like chivalry too. Oh no, I'm like, maybe, just maybe, they're there to in his defense and mourn together. Before B disappeared, they didn't really take a lot of interest in her. They thought she was weird and strange and was going to die or needed to be like put in an institution or something. Like they didn't really treat her like a I person. think it's less the idea that they're gonna mourn B, which obviously they are. I think it's more that he doesn't believe that anyone would care about him right. and support him. Yeah. And, like, that's clearly also the reason that they're there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also a little bit of his vanity, right? That it's about him. Right. Yes, that's true. He's the vainest, dirtiest person I've ever encountered. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I love that at the end, he's like, oh, I slept in the bed with Ketrickin in these clothes. Oh, no. Yeah, there's probably like an oil stain from where you lay. No, but you know what? Remember oh. when the when he also when they were doing the body swap thing, he took his bath after. So she's just she's got like a bo like <laughs> she likes thing. the funk. Some people she like the musky it. stink. Yeah, yeah, she likes it. I think <laughs> there's somebody Poor for one. everybody. <laughs> there is. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just think she probably is like, oh, he smells just like that time when he was Verity. He smells like (gasps) when Verity had his body and was, you know, just walking around (laughs) far away from me. (laughs) I'm just trying to think, like, they were just both in really bad shape at that time. So, you know. It's nostalgic. Yeah, exactly. 
You know, yeah. they say smell is the strongest memory. So. <laughs> True that. What else? Fleeter. Fleeter is uh, underappreciated. Fleeter's over it. Fleeter's like, fuck all of you. You fucking used me. The great resignation is coming for Fleeter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, you know what? You don't appreciate me. I will find my appreciation somewhere else. I feel bad for her, though, because she really thought they had something. I know. She thought she found her person, and then it was like, nope, he's a turd. Don't this worry just about like, it. It's just like, do not bond, do not bond, do not make emotional connections, and you cannot let people down. Can I make a topical joke about West Elm Caleb here, or? Sure, go for it. That's it, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> he's a West Elm Caleb. He let her on. He wouldn't commit. Except for he hasn't had nearly as much sex as West Elm Caleb, so. (laughs) (laughs) He's had a total of two and a half partners, if we include the sex swap, so. If we're counting sex swaps, then we gotta gotta count soul swaps. Oh, well, yeah, so soul swaps. Okay, so yeah. Well, I mean, it's Molly, Starling, Jenna. Oh, I forgot about about Starling. I know. I remembered the hedge witch. I was blocking out Starling because I fucking hate her. Blocking out Starling. (laughs) All right. All right. What else? Anything else in this chapter? I regret to inform you that when we move on to the next chapter, which is my chapter, it is just more of this morose bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I just took the shorter version of it. I I did. I I. I had a good chuckle when the women are like, we shaved our heads. And they're like, okay, well, we're just going to take these tiny little like snips from the very back of our haircuts and burn them in the, in the fire. Like, here's one single hair from my head. I just loved Eliana continuing to just be like, we lost our girl child. And her sons are just like, oh, God, not again. <laughs> Why weren't we born girls who were just disappointing her so much? They're definitely in trauma. therapy. Yeah. They're definitely in therapy. Especially because she drags them back to the Out Islands all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what is happening? She just parades her disappointments in front of like, her family. <laughs> They're just constantly apologizing for being male. I uh, I skipped it in my in my summary, but they do show up in my chapter where it, and they, they like play board games and stuff. <laughs> and I was like... Oh wow, personalities are being grafted onto these two children. They're not they're not even kids really. They're like No, they're not. They're like in their twenties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great personalities. It's board games. Board games. Board <laughs> games. What's your personality? Board games. And then Fitz is like, This is really boring. Let's go hit each other. And they do that instead. <laughs> and he and he says something like, I could relate to them as men. Like, okay. <laughs> We hit each other a few times. I really got to know them. Yep, I know what it's like to (laughs) feel their insides move around when I hit them. Oh god! But you know, emotions are for women. That's why the women cut off all their hair. Drama. Fitz Fitz can't handle emotions because then he'll fail people. But Fitz can't also cannot shave his head at this point because we really need Fitz to be looking as heroic as possible in the upcoming book. We it's cannot true. be he doing needs to be able 
to well, allegedly it's going to take him. Tale. It's going to take him like for fucking ever to get to Clara's, so he's got time to grow it out. Yeah, but we cannot be having like buzzed head like. Yeah, he needs to be able to pull his hair back in a warrior's tail yeah. and like go off into battle. Yeah. Okay. We can't have any more descriptions of him being like. I sh- I shored my ha- I cut all my it hair was off sticking again, up everywhere. Now, it, now I can't pull it back. It just it won't reach. It's <laughs> no just, more bad. It's just sticking up. <coughs> Sorry. Oh. I tried to I tried to stop it. It didn't happen. <laughs> Speaking of, I tried to stop it. Let's move on to chapter thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent transition. <laughs> Chapter Hold thirty. On, I'm sneeze again, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bless you. Thanks. Okay, I think I'm done. Are you sure? Breathe in real hard. I'm looking at a light bulb. Nothing's happening, so I think I'm good. Okay. <clears throat> Chapter thirty is called Prince Fitzchivalry. Uh, it does have content warnings for PTSD talk and uh, mention of rape, but I'm going to spend no time on it. Uh, The intro to this chapter is a contemporary account of Nettle's policies about skill use and how she's built the dwindling coteries back up to several dozen coteries. Um, This note blames Galen for the reduction of skill using to farseers only, but I seem to recall that that was another skill mistress's doing, and I couldn't find the name of that person in my cursory look. So if anyone else remembers, let me know. I don't think that was Galen's idea to restrict it. Anyways, we start this horrible, bad, boring chapter with a bath. Fitz is taking a bath. Praise Thank God. He's perturbed because he has to use the royal baths now where he has an attendant. And he misses being left alone while also being entertained by the other bathers. Whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) Why can't Fitz smell bad? Well, he's off to see Dutiful. King Dutiful. King. Up and on his high chair weakly castigating Fitz for going off on his own after being heavily implied to not do that. You did disobey me. You know that. Not directly. This conversation goes on way longer than it needs to. We all know that (laughs) Fitz isn't going to actually be punished, and we all know that Dutiful wouldn't have a chair to sit on, let alone a body to sit on a chair with, without Fitz, so everybody can just chill. I don't care how many times you call Fitz Prince, once a bastard, always a bastard. Telling him he can't assassinate people anymore isn't going to change Fitz into a domesticated uncle type. By the way, he refers to duty in his own mind as his cousin, and LOL, sure, okay. <laughs> After this, Spark finds Fitz in the halls to let him know that he's been moved to the heliotrope rooms that had once belonged to Lady Patience, while the fool had been moved to Lord Golden's old rooms. Rosemary seems to have evicted Team Fitz from Shade's old rooms and fired Ash, which is just so Rosemary. Eat a toe, Rosemary. <laughs> Before he can check out his new digs, he checks on Shade, who is mm, dwindling. Shine is here, and we'll gloss over the part of this chapter that needs to dredge up and focus on the hurt and pain that this poor girl has endured from a rather patronizing old man point of view. I gotta say that this is not Fitz's finest inner monologue for me. It's a lot of pity and a lot of avoidance and a lot of patting himself on the back for torturing the people who tortured her for a totally different reason. It's a happy coincidence, I guess. Anyways, Shade comes to long enough to turn off Shine's skill block by calling her beloved daughter. And that's for any reader who hasn't been keeping track of all the B names. 
And voila, another Farseer skill user has been unlocked. We welcome the chaos. How is Prince Fitzy dressing? Well, mostly in Feldspar's less gaudy, so still gaudy attire, as we see when he peruses his closet later on. Then he makes his way to Lord Golden's chambers, where the fool is afraid in the dark with a knife, all the windows shut, and not wanting anyone to be let in, which is really 2020 of the fool. Get with the times. We're all girl bossing now. Catch up. Ash is there. Please note that Fitz continues to refer to Ash and Spark as if they are two different people. He acknowledges that he's being weird, but doesn't care to examine <laughs> that why he, a man with several of his own identities, can't grok it for anyone else. Whatever. He's concerned that the fool just isn't doing well. So what follows are several pages of absolute garbage. Hobbs sat at her old iron typewriter in the middle of a field in the rain and unsuddenly <laughs> pounded out a horrific nightmare of bland family inclusion and sedate princely life. <laughs> Hap shows up to sing some songs to mourn B. All right, we're mourning B. And Fitz decides that as his last act as Prince Fitz, he'll restore the fool to good spirits. Last act? What? All right, this is all a farce. By day, he's a grinning automaton of they're theirs, and by night, he's a library goblin who consumes only those texts that mention Claris and its prophet religion. Fitz, dealing with his terrible feelings not at all, has decided that he will reject his happy ending, and well, he should because it is garbage, and set out to Claris to do what the fool keeps begging him to do. Wipe them out. <laughs> But first, 12,000 approximate pages of Fitz going to dinner, sitting in front of fires, talking with Shade, playing board games, patting Motley on the head, gifting Fleeter to patience the stable girl as Fleeter's request, it is her boon. And then the only interesting thing is the fool's new guys. Please welcome Mage Grey from Satine. No, no, it gets better. What does the fool wear to dinner, you ask? Quote, a long robe of black in a style half a century old, spangled with moons and stars, cut from other fabric and quilted onto the garment. A slouchy hat that had once belonged to Lord Feldspar, now adorned with green buttons and charms of brass and tin. And a walking stick, carved with serpents and dragons, his own handiwork. And to complete the look, Motley riding on his shoulder. That's it. The fool has out-character concepted us all. Bravo, bravo. You are a slightly elderling-faced mage from an island named after a kind of faux milk? A showgirl with consumption? Or a tragic Mandalorian leader? Your pick. <laughs> but what you must understand, though, is that it's not unattractive. <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> the chapter ends after weeks, months, years, I don't know, pages of dust and boredom with Duty and Fitz eating dinner with a doddering shade who's definitely still in decline, who seems to rebuke Fitz for dragging us through these pages. I know my boy. He'd know his duty. He'd feel the spurs. He'd be long gone by now, he would. It is an excellent outfit. Um, he sounded stunning. Yes. Schmendrick totally. the magician as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny. Who I are you gonna I, I'm scared that people will find me. I don't want I don't want anyone in my room. What's your new disguise? I'm a mage. <laughs> you can't blend in. He doesn't know how. I'm, I'm a mage with a talking bird. <laughs> I'm from a weird island no one's ever heard of.
That has to be Shades Old Robe, right? They didn't just make that right there. That was Shades. I don't know. I think I think that Ash could make that spark. Yeah. Not that he couldn't, but it seems like it seems like if if he can carve a walking stick with with dragons and serpents on it, blind. I feel like he can put some stars he could have been like hand stitching this thing it could be couture like he's had all this uh, the fool's been locked away in this room for forever it could be like he was plotting the coming out party for a while didn't i mean this wasn't shade wearing something like this before though with stars and moons on it or is that like the magician from the from fantasia (laughs) the lucky charms box (laughs) (laughs) definitely fantasia What is it? Stars, mm. somethings, and horseshoes, clovers, and blue moons. Something, something, <laughs> rainbow, and a red balloon. Just those pieces. I don't know the whole thing. That's, That's the Lucky it. Charms thing. <laughs> <laughs> she leaves the rest uneaten. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, so he's, he, they're in Lord Golden's old room. And he couldn't assume the guise of Lord Golden because, as we saw when Lord Golden exited the middle trilogy, he had many debtors. Many people were after him because he had a lot of gambling debts and wasn't paying people. Um, so he's got, but he could still have the outfits like hidden under a floorboard or something, and just no one ever found it in 35 years. <laughs> Possibly. I like that the original idea of putting Motley on Fitz's shoulder, like that's still a good idea. I'm still going to do it. (laughs) But he'll just look even more extra doing it. I mean, the thing that really irritated me about this chapter was it was just it was bogus. Like, it, it it was like, is this what you want? Is this? Is this the happy ending? You want Fitz to be recognized as Prince Fitz Chivalry and to, like, hang out at Buckheap with all of his family and, like, look how empty it is. Look how unfulfilled he is. He has nothing to do. No one really yeah, knows. Yes, he all the giant to... turkey legs he gets to eat all the time. <laughs> I want him to murder everybody first and then come back to it. Right. But there's got to be murder. It's first. a big ask. He has to survive all those murders. We t- we talked about this before, but like when you read these stories about about heroes, about people who go on adventures, you don't. It's like you want them to be happy, but it, it that's really boring, you know. Like, and she's definitely showing us <laughs> it's boring. So don't yell at me when I when I put them on another adventure. I just hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate like that. It's like Hap is here playing a song. It's just. It's like the. It's like the Harry Potter epilogue. You know. It's just completely. Yeah. Bland. Unnecessary. There were some fun little tidbits though. Like, <laughs> I liked it when he was saying that he was talking to Prosper and Integrity, and. They they enjoyed it as a man that was older than their father, <laughs> like not as like yep. a, he, he, you know, he because he thinks of himself as like the uncle, but he's like uh, as a man older than their father. But it's you know it's like he is their <laughs> grandpa. I just think it's funny, right? He's just he's telling them the way it was in the old days and telling them stories of dutiful when dutiful was young. 
He just can't bring himself to like <laughs> utter himself. out loud what has happened. Um, and then like shade given the slow wink and the yeah talking about <laughs> rosemary and Ugh. yeah fucking rosemary i thought that was cute him pretending to be an invalid even i mean if, do you think he's pretending i mean he's kind of an invalid but i think he's probably lucid sometimes I think for sure that when people talk, like when, when people are just speaking in front of him, like he's an infant and can't understand, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. He reminds me. I'm gonna make a Sanderson reference. <laughs> he reminds me of Teravangian in Stormlight, who's like really, really intelligent one day and then like really dumb the next day, <laughs> and there's like, it's always like he wakes up and has to like figure out which one it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminds me of. I mean, it is sad to see that, like, Shade, the, like, you know, power of horrors a vacuum and Shade is in a sick bed and here's Roseberry moving all his shit out of all the secret tunnels, like, taking over, making sure that none of his, like, protégés continue on or even have access to the spy network. Like, yeah, she sucks. She continues. She's. It's just like, it's not even respectful. It's like she's assuming that he will not get better, right? So you can't even wait. Like, you can't wait to see that that, that your theory plays out. You're going to just try to take over, and then if he gets better, he's going to be like, fuck you, man. She's been waiting for this day all her life. <laughs> Ever Asshole. since she put that grease down on the steps when she was four. I, <laughs> I remember. She's a monster. Shit, kid. But, uh, you know, this, this whole, like, walking through, the, this whole, like, I have no I have no emotional connection to anything that's happening. I'm going to just kind of, like, go through and, and just go through the motions while I plan this alt. It starts with him being told by Dutiful, like, you can't, you betrayed me, I'm your king, do what I say, you're not an assassin anymore. And he's like, I will not assassinate for the king anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. do it for me. It's gonna it's be me. This I'm gonna assassinate it's for me now. Just it's personal. <laughs> Definitely. This time it's personal is for sure the tagline of this of this book. <laughs> I'm glad that Fleeter got a wit partner. I just wish it was someone in the story. Nope. So that we still got Fleeter. Exit the narrative, please. You are no longer needed to run <laughs> yeah. through yeah. Hill and Dale. She's not pregnant. Why is she leaving? I'm sure F Fleeter will be bred accordingly. <laughs> is Sooty still, or is, is Ruddy still alive? Where's the. Oh, God. Where's Ruddy? <laughs> My black. No. Ruddy's grandchild is to stud. My black. I think My Black was a bear, I believe. I think Ruddy was. <laughs> anyway, what's wrong matter. with lesbian horses, Rachel? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else that we want to cover? I mean, there. You're right, Eli. There was some like nice little bits, but I think all in all, it was just it was like 
Yeah, I you're just like screaming for the plot to continue Ugh. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is just such. Filler. It's like when you. It's like when you have been in a in er. traffic for a really long time and it finally clears and you're like, yeah, let's go, and you go around one turn and you're back <laughs> to just sitting there. Our entire drive from New York to Plymouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where you end up in the Home Depot parking lot again. (laughs) (laughs) That Home Depot saved our lives. The Home Depot purgatory. (laughs) Did you tell us about this? It was just a spaghetti junction of like on ramps and we hit the wrong one. And so there was a bus tried to kill us and we got into a Home Depot parking lot. (laughs) So we could turn around and get on the right one. It was a dream. Uh, let's move on to chapter 31. All right. Chapter 31 is Loose Ends. Yes, let's do it. Let's do some shit. All right, let me move this mic so it's not blocking my entire view. Um, the intro is one of Bee's dreams. It's a creepy one about a stinky place called Waddle Tree where animals walk around without their skins and people who live there are wearing the animal <laughs> skins. Uh, I don't know what else to say about that. It's Waddle Tree. <laughs> Uh, Fitz lies awake at night pondering Shade's words that he should have been on his way a whole book ago he decides that he's done playing (laughs) Prince he's got his skill back and now it's time to go seek revenge but Fitz believes this quest will kill him, hopes it even and so he feels compelled to settle his worldly affairs, that includes Withy Woods of course he only tells the fool he's going to visit and not that the next step is revenge the fool is pissed, obviously, and uh, he wants Fitz to go rushing off to kill the servants with him, even though that is exactly what his intent is, although without the fool. The fool states that he's going with or without Fitz, and Fitz is like, yeah, right. And then he's off to Withy with Purr and Toe. And oh yeah, the fool has got his prophecy dreams back, but Fitz doesn't put much weight into that. At Withy Woods, Fitz proceeds to lock up half of the manor, never to be used again as some kind of weird shrine <laughs> to the previous occupants. All the while, Stuart Dixon prattles on about how much everyone misses Lady Shun and Lord Fitzvigilden, everyone's favorite celebrity couple. <laughs> Instead of sleeping that night for the fourth night in a row, Fitz stays awake prom- making promises to no one in particular that he will make the servants pay, but he forgets to end his skill Zoom call meeting and Nettle is still logged in to hear everything. Something, something about withy workers with PTSD, and we're going to fast-forward that. Content warning if you're reading or audiobooking. Fitz spends a day okaying tasks that would have been done just fine without him, and by the next day he's feeling thoroughly (laughs) depressed and ready to go back. In anticipation of leaving, he gathers up some of keepsakes, shade scrolls, carvings from the fool, some of Molly's candles, and while searching for Molly's candles, he finds Bee's journal in a secret passage. And there, reading Bee's journal, Fitz becomes filled with sorrow and anger and a renewed passion for his mission. After a couple pages of yelling at the heavens, Nettle once again speaks up from his AirPods. You've got to end the call. (laughs) (laughs) But she understands his fury and blesses his quest. Oh yeah, and the fool is gone. Dude left right after you did. And with that, three days into retirement, the Fitz is back in action. He gathers up every dagger, dart, and bottle of poison from his old lair. 
But before rushing back to Buckkeep, he hides the carving of himself nowadays in the fool, fool along with B's bedroom key and the secret passages where no one will ever find them again. <laughs> Is this... So wait, was it your chapter or was it my chapter where they go drinking with Lance? I think that's with your chapter. Uh, unless it's uh, the next one. Drinking. Okay. I did a good job. Uh, <laughs> that was a good moment, though. I thought that was a really yeah. cool moment. They're like, we, they're like, he's super depressed, so we're going to take him out drinking. And then he gets drunk enough to be like, no one understands. <laughs> 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 oh, I thought that was so funny. And in, in your, yeah, and then you mentioned he's just like, still just like, oh my God, get me away from Lance. <laughs> <laughs> and Riddle, Riddle was like, just forget about it forever. Think about it again in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he's fixed. You can't do anything. Then Lant is fine the next day. Uh, is he fixed? He's... It felt very much like the way that Fitz is acting right now when Lant was like, all right, I guess I'll never think about it again. I'm going to be fine. I'm like, yeah, you're full of shit. Sure, but he wasn't just like crying into his soup every day. He was like maybe actively trying to forget. I think he was asking for help from his peers and they didn't offer it to him. They told him to squelch his feelings and he was like, okay, I guess I'll do that. Sure. You're, I mean, you're right. It's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened and it was funny. <laughs> but uh, moving on to your chapter, um, do you feel like this was kind of like Hob being like, oh shit, I left all this stuff at Wibby Works. Yep. Yes. <laughs> it was too. How do I get his stuff? Important <laughs> like it felt like even Fitz didn't want to be there or have any reason to be there. Yeah, he's like, I got That's my stuff said. and now I'm ready to go. Yeah, and like if Robin had been like, you know what, we're gonna say that Fitz had like a backup set of stuff at Buckheap, I would have believed it. Like, it or like if he had, like he had, to, like I feel like the journal was the thing to get there, and I think he yeah, but didn't he just kind of happen upon that, like? But couldn't he have happened upon well, it it's because the last time he was there? It, because it was in the walls. Yeah, it was in the right. walls. So like there, she yeah, but either he was in the walls before. Yeah, he could have. He should have either found it before, so he didn't have to go back, or I can't remember if he left the. I think he did leave everything really closed up, so like the steward couldn't have like found B's stash and like sent it to Buckkeep. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have gotten all of the, like serving girls. Eyeing up her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else happened this chapter. I don't know. Um, I I think it's I think it was mostly an excuse to get that journal. You're right, and to separate Fitz and the Fool once again, 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 again. Yeah. Give him an, give him another opportunity to try and run away. And... Just let the Fool ride around on Fitz's shoulders everywhere they go. <laughs> On their adventures, they have a walking stick. It'd be really cute. So here's the thing that I thought about. The statue of Nidae's Spits in the Fool. Yeah. Fool ends up telling us that if it touches it, it's like a pathway to each other. Yes. Do we think that no longer works? Or it does work and fits when he found out the fool was missing again, he could have touched it and like had a pathway. He one hundred percent could have touched it, I think. He, okay. Yeah, he totally He also could have touched it touched the night eyes one and probably figured out where B was. Yeah. Like <laughs> Hey, are you with B? Yeah, man. 
been here the whole time. He was too too busy like <laughs> thumbing over his own face to <laughs> just echoing in his own mind. I hate you. I hate you. I hate like you, an infinity mirror. <laughs> yes, it is all your fault. What do the other sides of the cube have? Is it just like blank it's, stuff? It's it's like rock paper scissors. It's fifths, fool, and night and night eyes. And Rubik's cube on all other sides. Well, it's got a flat bottom, so oh. I don't know what you would, what would happen if you touched the bottom. You get sucked into the void. <laughs> you leave a message. It's just an answering <laughs> machine. I think it would have worked, but that would have been too convenient because he would have been able to be like, "Hey, where are you?" Yeah. So we put it away. I don't know if it works quite that well. With all of our feelings. Feelings. The other thing that happened was Fitz was like every other sentence. He was like, man, I hate this Dixon guy. But then like Dixon showed him his bookkeeping and he's like, oh, I guess he's good at the job. I just didn't like him because he wasn't. He's just not Revel. Yeah, he just isn't Revel. Not that he ever appreciated Revel when Revel was alive. Right? No, he just just feels guilty. This is all just guilt. It's all his like weird narcissistic like well how does this affect me and how do i feel about it like meanwhile this guy was basically promoted under fire everyone left <laughs> he's trying to put everything back together half the people can't remember what's been going like he's he's got a hard job this chapter was like 50 percent people like cook nutmeg talking about how people's lives were ruined <laughs> yeah it was depressing <laughs> well i guess we I guess we have to have more motivation than they they harmed, they kidnapped B to like go on a murder spree. I mean, I personally don't, but yeah, I hear maybe you. it's like this is a vengeance quest, not just for Fitz and B, but like for everyone at Withy Woods. I guess they kind of already did that because all those Chalcedians are dead, but. Uh... I don't know. I just want to hurry up and start the movie. (laughs) (laughs) There's an hour and a half of previews. Just like. Yeah, I got up and went to get like a refill like 30 minutes ago. Like I can't. (laughs) I guess Loose Ends is a very good title for it. Yeah. Like, hey, let me just stick this in there before. You know, like, the first book and a half, you're like, you're sort of enjoying those moments of him getting to, like, have a life because, you know, you're concerned about what happens after. But now it's like, all right, go. Yeah. Well, careful what you wish for, I think. <laughs> like, go. Go, go. I don't want to go. Go, one chapter, stuff happens. Stop go back <laughs> i mean i i get it because like his his fire was a bit quenched by the sorrow of losing b but now it's like he had to have it kindled up a little bit again get angry at them well fitz can do what i do replace your sorrow with anger and rage it works yeah. it works a tick it's great never feel sad again just get mad <laughs> and then get even 
And then you can skip all these boring chapters and go straight to the murder spree. With the fool riding on your shoulders the whole time. Knife in each hand. <laughs> <laughs> with the, I hope They the just dress up as on. like a really tall person. The fool's on top of Fitz's shoulders. <laughs> and he's got two daggers in each hand and then Fitz is underneath with a sword and a battle axe. I'm imagining, I'm imagining the fool is in his mage costume, but he's doing the Palpatine arms. You know, the T-Rex arms. Mm-hmm. He's on Fitz. He's on Fitz's shoulders, and Fitz is just running, and he has an axe. Yeah, <laughs> Fleeter. <laughs> Fleeter's looking forlornly in the distance. Oh, I could also help has you. daggers. Also has daggers. Yeah, kicking, <laughs> stabbing, <laughs> murdering. Oh, I, I'm sad that we don't have Fleeter's commentary. I hope Motley ups ups the commentary. So I'm going to need some animal perspectives. I felt badly that Fleeter is probably not going to have enough opportunities to beat people up. Patience Maybe becomes know. a warrior. Maybe Patience will Maybe. become a feared warrior. What I'm sad about is that Fleeter asked for the boon. I want to be given to patients. Make sure that we're put together. He's like, done. And all he does is go to the stable and say, hey, Purr, let patients take care of her. I'm like, no, transfer ownership. Yeah, like, that's not the same. Yeah, for sure. Like, We probably just put it in his will because he expects to never... In two weeks, she's going to get assigned to a different horse by her superior. And no one will ever know. He saw that happen with the with the estate with the stables with Regal when he sold all the animals and Burrich was so sad like ugh, loose ends my ass. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Does he say where he's going or does he just does it just end? He's off for Bucky. Because the fool disappeared. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. He oh, was supposed to was stay at Withywoods for like 10 days. And he's like, nah, two's good. I'm out of here. So I want to talk about Nettle as skill mistress for a second. Because, and this occurred to me today. She's getting all these kind of like soft accolades for bringing back all the skill users. Like, she's like, I don't care what your background is. We'll do the call every 10 years. You can either be in a coterie or you're going to be, like, a loner. Like, whatever. I'm going to station people at every place so that we have this amazing, like, phone network, right? So that we can sound the alert. Is that all that the skill users in the Six Duchies do? Are they telecommunications? Well, I think if there's, like, wartime, you know... They can do so many other things, as we have so much proof, and all they care about is whether or not they can telepathically communicate. I mean, where's all the healers? Where's, like... I don't know. I'm 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 not disappointed in you, Nettle. I just feel like... We just feel like you're fucking everything up. (laughs) I just feel like this... You don't need 300 telephones. Or if you do, yes. you can. They can t- learn other things. Multitask. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was. I thought that was weird, because the old coteries used to do so much more. Some of them were out. You know, like when Kettle was talking about what the co- what the coteries did when we when we read like or you know the Crossfire Sacrifice song, they weren't just like alerts. They weren't just 
ring cameras like they were (laughs) (laughs) like they had like real tasks like they could make things they could travel they could heal people maybe we're just not hearing about that maybe um should we move on yes we got two more right yep okay 32 and 33. 33. You're up, Joey. You got Mike? You got yeah, can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, the chapter 32 is the travelers or blah, 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 because there is <laughs> yet more <laughs> of this. More of the... There's some exposition in this chapter, and we learned some things that we probably kind of knew, but there's some stuff that I definitely didn't know, so I don't know. Maybe you'll learn something. Uh, the introduction is by skill apprentice scribe Lofte. He's relaying the best practices for core stones, or as we know, the memory stones. A, they should be installed not far from where they were quarried. B, core stones need to be aged like a cheese. C, runes on the stones should be marked carefully. Don't fuck it up or you'll splinch people. D, use expert masons. And E, finally, stones are 8 by 8 by 20 They are huge, which I imagine they were big but 20 feet that's fucking big um uh so we're back to the story fitz departed willie woods with percy uh back at buckkeep now fitz is welcomed by motley who's messing around with hats ash is also there and before you know it fitz was at the fool's chambers the fool is not looking great and they discuss his misadventures down in the walls of buckkeep and i'm thinking we kind of need a bell or, or a horn every time this is mentioned um, Ashley, where's your uh, Vuvuzela noise? Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. The fool was looking uh, for a thing, it was dragon's blood, that he left in Chade's secret chambers. He went down and down and down to the dungeon, to some slimy steps. He couldn't find his way out until he hit a wall, and then he got out. See the back room's found footage. I don't know if anybody's seen this, but it is. Po- it is you can copy and paste it into your into your feet just look at it at some point up maybe maybe we'll discuss no, it this? just watch it why are you always in, why are you always i'm not clicking random links you will watch it after this it's, it's i will it's what it it's it'll yeah you won't all sleep all right all right listeners i'm going to the random place are you you want to look at it now let's look at yeah all right let's look just at it now. fyi eli and Alyssa are not here anymore no <gasps> we're here oh okay surprise surprise Surprise. Well, Eli's in the bathroom, but I'm here. <laughs> this is a this is okay. Shit the back rooms found foot. What the this fuck? Is, is this is this? like ten minutes, Rachel. You're not gonna watch it all. We'll we'll talk about it later. Um What the shit am I watching? It's terrifying. Uh spaghetti monster I, laundry guy. I can't watch scary things. Why would you do that? Well, it's only so scary. No, it's, I'm not. No, it's you can't watch. Me. I'm so glad. There's no violence. <laughs> I didn't watch it. There's no real. Uh, it doesn't violence. have to be violent to be scary. The guy's just stuck in, in like a, a a bunch of back rooms. Everybody on the internet's seen it. This is a new reference. This is not from 1997. I'm not everybody. It looks like it's from 1997. <laughs> it's that, well, maybe. <laughs> it's, it is found footage, but it is <laughs> great. I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night, and Joey's gonna be projecting this on the ceiling. The back rooms found footage. Watch it. Um. But the, what happened in these back rooms? Uh, just he got lost. It's the basically it's Buckheap walls. It's the walls of Buckheap. He's stuck back there. It's an endless romp <laughs> through a place. 
cool. It's listen. It's it's a thing. People know about it. I knew about it. Keep now you know go about it. Go to the next it. sentence. Start reading it. <laughs> Stop. Wa- start watching it. Stop reading and start watching. He wanted to apply the dragon's blood. He wanted to apply the dragon's blood to his fingers to get his magic back. But he also wanted his sight back, and we were reminded that Fitz can't restore his sight without giving up his own in exchange. I still don't understand the rule to that, but that's that's what Fitz knows. Note, dragon's blood has tendrils of silver throughout it, which sounds pretty cool. Uh, they are going to Claris. Now to plan how to get there. By stone, by boat... Wordle Tree uh, was a place to find. You get about six tries to guess the way. You post your results on Twitter. Today's solution was white. The island is called White Place. The fool asks Fitz to kill a conservative 50 or so people uh, at Claris. And Fitz is like, okay. Uh, Fool mentions uh, Dualia, the world's most middly middle manager ever. She's ambitious and she sucks. The fool explains that the servants are basically corrupt politicians practicing the craft of insider trading, leveraging their knowledge of the future to increase the value of orange juice or whatever commodity they will buy stock in that year. They <laughs> see current politicians in the U.S. They abuse the magic. <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem, guys. They abuse this magic so they can maintain their power and live like the average upper point zero 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 one percent of the realm. <laughs> they cushy. Rude. This is incredibly funny to our American listeners. <laughs> I don't know. It's like nihilist, but everyone else is like, okay. That sounds horrible. But we have equitable <laughs> equitable distribution of water. <laughs> Why do the servants hate the dragons? Question. It must be some poor futures for them if that happened. But Fitz and the Fool brought them back, so booyah. The White City and the White Island is made of giant bones belonging to some ancient creature long forgotten. You can build castles out of their giant femurs. Um, I I would have thought they're dragons. Sounds like they were fucking bigger than dragons. Um, The White City... uh, uh, the conservators. Now we're going to go through the levels of assholery uh, in this in, <laughs> in this place. So the conservators are the lowest level of the the white the white cityites. They're not really a problem; just avoid them. The the collators, however, are uh, also mostly harmless. Uh, they are, are basically just the accountants. The lingstraws they uh, suck like Dwalia. They're middle management to the T. They all need to go. And finally, there are the manipulators, which. It's just sort of the worst name for a profession, but they suck. They're all about how to pull the best strings to get the best wealth for the, all of the servants. There's a beeping. Is there a car alarm going off you know. somewhere? If you're referring to the sound, there's a car alarm going off. Yeah, what does uh, it like... my window. It sounds like aliens are trying to make contact. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried to make it through, but I, I was just, it sounded like someone was like scooting a chair. you always apply agency where there is none rachel and finally there are the manipulators they suck they're all about how to pull the best strings to build the wealth of the servants and finally last but not least is the root of all evil they are called the big nasty four and fitz decided he was they he's they're already dead he's already gonna kill them done um there there is an honorable mention to the lurex the lorex the children of the whites, like Fogboy, uh, they remember. Uh, Fogboy at least remembered every dream that he ever had. They're especially skilled, and they're all weird looking and 
kind of freakish and misshapen or something. The Fool describes the gallery where he was, t- where his torture was perpetrated. Nothing is off limits there. You can cut up children and all sorts of lawlessness and awfulness. And all's fair in the pursuit of profiting the shareholders. <laughs> <laughs> when he was, when he was uh, growing up there, the Fool uh, was separated from all the other whites and came to believe that he was the only white of his age. Then he met the Pale Woman and she de- decreed that he get those nasty back tats we all know and remember... Uh, he was mocked, he was scoffed at, and everyone was jealous of his sick talent, and uh, we know how that works. Um, he's Again, he's living in the land of middle management, so he's going. his talent will not thrive there. Um, <laughs> later that day, Fitz visited Shade's chamber. That's, and that's the end, that's the end of the, his, his visit with the fool at this moment. He comes back later. But later that day first, Fitz visits Shade's chambers now, and he was delighted to find him in a more lucid state, as we all were. Um, he's not looking great, though, and he can't skill anymore. His years are catching up to him. He asked Fitz when he was leaving for Claris and calls him a proper master because he had a sharp <laughs> knife. Thanks, Shade. Uh, Lant, he, he mentions that Lant wants to go with Fitz, uh, and Fitz doesn't want to. He doesn't want, want Lant along. He's a softie. But Lant does look up to Fitz, um, which we're all rolling our eyes at. Uh, Shade has been feigning <laughs> senility partially because he does not trust fucking Rosemary, who's unraveling Shade's spy network. Right? Thread by fucking Fuck thread. Her, man. Fucking Rosemary. Fitz offers to kill Fuck her it. as a favor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another task uh, for Fitz from Shade was to foster Shine. She's got some some. She's got the skills something powerful. So I mean, he thinks that's some foreshadowing for later on. Um, and now, now another gift for Fitz. It's a super map. Um, the best one you can get. Uh, maybe it's the one we were looking for online a few episodes ago. <laughs> uh, maybe not. I don't think this one had Claris on it. Um, and then another gift. Uh, every detail of every skill portal from the great map of Osfijal seemed uh, that that Shade had uh, he had taken notes on, and it just kind of seems like that will be handy. Uh, for a round world trip uh all the skill stones fast travel is very important please unlock that thank you uh fitz says bye to shade and shade says to him the best mistake chivalry ever made was you and i kind of <laughs> I, I i personally kind of got chills from that um and i do think that was probably the nicest thing you could say to a bastard about being a bastard <laughs> i challenge you to find a nicer way to describe a bastard um fitz went to warm up uh, uh, by the fire with some brandy and then nettle of course skill called him um come now please uh but we have before before we get there there is a shirt watch moment fitz puts on a new shirt it was blue and it still had too many fucking buttons please change those stinky socks too though um there fitz fitz joins the crew knock knock what's up dudes and fam nettle told them about the clara's trip yep why fucking vengeance well totally cool bring these narwhals thanks narcheska lots of people out there need killing so we'll just multitask it we'll multitask it fitz wants to go it alone but lance skulking around the corner and he says i'm definitely going with you fitz and fitz is like no we're not you're not what about the fool though nope fitz wants to go it alone and then they object, they object, they object from Clan Farseer. We got places now, we got maps, we got stones, we got Dutes. Dutes totally objects again. He wants, he, Fitz needs an entourage. He needs a, a freaking coterie. He probably needs a goddamn army. Um, but, but they all, you know, he even calls him a lone wolf. So yeah, you've been seen. Fitz, everybody fucking knows you now. Doesn't matter if you're newly prince, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, there are now elderlings in Kessingra, and maybe maybe we should maybe we should consult them. Maybe they could be pretty good allies. They Ooh. haven't in the past. Maybe maybe maybe. Ooh. Fitz now had to break it to the fool, so Fitz goes back to the fool, and he he has to break it to him that he's gonna he's not taking him. So uh, the fool says to him, "How soon do we leave?" And uh, and then Fitz replies, "I leave. I leave in three days." Um, excuse, uh, you're taking me, says the fool, and it gets kind of ugly, and then the fool just kicks him out. Uh, travel supplies are now packed, loads of shirts, of course. I think there's like a dozen in there, all probably balled up. Some other goodies, there's a buck blue cloak, some gloves, etc. Bees books, uh, Molly's candles, and some other notes and missives for the, for the trip. Uh, the fool is, of course, pissed still and claims that Fitz will never get into the White City without him, which is sort of like, again, proof that they're in a relationship. Uh, the chapter ends with, <laughs> the chapter ends with a, a gift from Ketty, a great, uh, yet another, a great uh, map. Uh, but at least this one actually does have Claris on it. So this is the map that we found online a few days ago, a few, few episodes ago. Progress. <laughs> Progress. Um, so now Fitz has 20,000 20, maps at his disposal, which is important. I'm glad that they, I'm glad, I'm glad they're rolling the maps. Um, they got to roll them. You can't fool that can't, shit. can't, and we're going to, yeah, we got that now. Um, and then for some reason, for some reason, uh, there's a mention about uh Ketty and Fitz sleeping together again. Whoops, why'd that happen? I don't know. Uh was it you? No, I wasn't there. It was my body though. It was hot. Okay. Goodbye. Well, one more goodbye meal, uh finally, and and yet another gift, a small knife from Riddle. Thank you, thank you, Riddle. Put that away. Uh Ash and Percy uh confront Fitz. They want him to take the fool and beast Horace, blah. He doesn't wanna good night, fuck off, goodbye. Fitz says I'm leaving. <laughs> That's kisses ass. That was the kisses energy. Ass. That was that was the energy. <laughs> well, I'm leaving. Bye. Uh... Okay. Was it? It was no. Keddy. Keddy mentioned it. Finally, Got the this should have been the first chapter. Was Ke- Keddy was who mentioned the uh, the sex? Like like straight. Yeah, I believe so. she had to. She's never gonna see him again, and she needed to get it out there because she thinks she this she thinks this is the last time they're going to be in the same space she thinks he popped in for like a second when 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 verity was in there (laughs) he's like oh no i was in verity's body and like you had my body but i wasn't there and she's like oh yeah sure Uh uh-huh it felt like you were there for a second though (laughs) just for the just for the best part baby specific second you were there (laughs) Uh, oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and what's the best part, Eli? The end. The, it's the the gazing at the each other. The cuddling afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> the hair braiding. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, Joey. That was well done of a long chapter. A lot of stuff. But, but like, shouldn't this have been like the third chapter of the book? Like, honestly. <laughs> But we had to spend so much time at Withywoods. How could we ever possibly book, have gotten hadn't... this chapter? The third chapter of the book, he still hadn't realized that B had been saying. I know that, but he should have <laughs> just. I'm just think. I'm thinking about it. Think about it. Okay, it's not like like we've heard all this shit then before. It would be a duology. That would have been all right. I'm okay with duologies. I know trilogies make the publisher more money, but you know, bring back the duology. It's a good format. So, all right, where do we start? Uh, Shade. Let's talk about Shade. Shade, that little trickster. 
acting yeah. all crazy and loopy when really he's just watching he's like huge he's 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 like retiring he's realized that rosemary's like been given his job and he's like i'm just gonna act crazy. fuck that piece of shit rosemary i've hated her since the first time i said she sucked and She's then never gonna the one herself. thing i will always hold against ketty is that she let that hoe bag into the inner circle Not all girl bosses need to be girl bossing. Some of them just some can hoes. fuck right off because they tried to murder people and they suck. Some of them just And it's hoes. like, to what end? Like, why does she feel like assassins are no longer needed? Because you can't assassinate a dragon. She's the only one. She wants power. She should go work in Clary's. I mean, I guess it's interesting that she was, like, she was brought up to be, like, uh, kind of, like, the fake boss while Shade was supposed to be retired from that and, like, doing something else. But he was still, like, 100% doing his old job, too. And had his own apprentices and his own room still. And Rosemary obviously resented that. She should be thankful to be alive. Uh, I agree. Because I don't, like, I think Ketrickin is forgiving, but I don't think that Ketrickin is stupid. And I think that if she does something really bad, Ketrickin won't, like, hesitate. Hopefully. Otherwise, she's going to be falling down some stairs. Hmm. Uh, Alright, so we got a whole bunch of maps. We got more Dragon's Blood. Fitz, Joey, you you said you didn't understand why Fitz was reluctant to skill heal the fool. It's because when they switched bodies, they became connected. So when he heals him, it like, it does, it it like backfires on himself. No, yeah. Oh, so if there's a special rule about it, why don't we get somebody else to skill heal him? The fool doesn't want it. I guess, like, can't Nettle pop in there? The fool won't let them. What? And the fool, and Fitz won't tell him what's going on, so he can't even, like... No, it just feels a little bit Get like, well, that. we can't make it that easy. Eyes have to be special. Well, the pool has Basically. never been easy to get to in the skill either. So it is it is very possible that other people wouldn't be able to do that kind of healing. I don't know. But again, I feel like Nettle needs to expand her coterie beyond being telephones and boo-boo healers. Because... These are people in need and available, and what's happening? Nothing. I don't know. Convenient. It's for plot reasons. Basically. Yeah. And then we got a nice little rundown of how Claris works, for those of us who skipped the chapters <laughs> where they talk about that. <laughs> Sounds like, really oh, no. shitty. There's lots of evil people. I like Joey's analogy that it is just America. <laughs> that is really harsh, but super accurate. Especially now. Yeah, that insider trading uh, thing is, is totally real. It's like if Elon Musk could like create a society. Yeah. Don't email me Musk stands. We, Don't we, do it. Don't do even we really think have about Musk it. stands on that, that are listening? I feel I like know. we've repulsed them. That's right. 
I mean, I still like Teslas, but whatever. Doesn't mean I want to buy one. Doesn't mean we can afford one. Doesn't mean I can buy one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what did you say? The Ling Straws? Okay. The Ling Straws. Dude, yeah. I don't know. Slingstrom. The Manipulers. <laughs> the Ling Straws. Man- <laughs> Wasn't that what they were? They were called Manipulors or Manipulators. Manipulors. That's what they are. Right. And that big nasty four. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> nasty. I just, I am, I am very tired of Fitz asking permission, of him having to explain himself, of people like wanting to discuss everything in committee. Like, fuck off. Like, he is allowed to wage war. He's a prince of the realm. He can do what he wants. If a Duke of Baron, he has. Would... That's all Fitz ever does is what he wants. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, he has not been doing it for the last like three hundred pages. pages. His it's whole so thing long. of going to save B so was long. him doing whatever the fuck he wanted. But there was still so much interference. Just let the man go. Just let him go. He's he goes. The Duke of Barons, the du- like these dukes who are arguably lower on the totem pole than Fitz, are able to like you know brandish knives at dragons and go to war with Chelsea and all kinds of shit. And Fitz is like, oh, stay home, don't go on a solo mission as an individual citizen. It's bad. You're a prince now. It's like fuck off, dutiful. Like what? Like you you all you've done is get saved by Fitz, and you're still such like a. He's so like adverse to conflict and like this is a fantasy realm so I'm not I'm not really like invested in peace because it's not real so I'm like let's just fuck everything up and he he's just like no we have to be nice we can't anger the dragons we can't anger Chelsea and you can't go save my cousin and yeah, like, he's, everyone just he's Boba Fett. sit and do nothing <laughs> He's Boba Fett You'd have just you'd have an even Boba. lower opinion of him if you could hear his voice Hugs. in the audiobook It sounds like he's got a it's like he's got a clothespin on his nose, like? <laughs> and he's trying to be fancy. Yeah, they they gave him Regal's yeah, voice. Yeah, they gave him Regal's voice, basically. He's just a very kingly and kind of an asshole. He does not sound like that in the, in, in the last, the last uh, trilogy. I mean, I realize he's supposed to be a boy in that, but yeah, they made him sound really pretentious and, and uppity. I just, this is not the boy who, like went on an adventure and like went through a lot of like pain and self-discovery and like grew up and like he's just it's like what are you doing like how can you deny people their honorable like i don't know i just feel like the six duchies is a little bit more medieval than that Katty's softened everything she's made it so nice i can't blame katrickin Ketrickin went to war. She was barefoot with a sword in the mud. She got home and she's like, enough of that. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, we're playing the opposite (laughs) game No, we don't want that. I think that Dutiful has always been rescued and therefore has no problem solving skills of his own. He's going to inherit all his wealth. Laying down those harsh truths. He had to work hard. I think... Listeners who know, who have listened all the way through, know that I have never been a huge fan of Dutiful. And it is because of this bullshit that he's pulling right now, where he's like, no, no, no. And then at the very end, he's like, well, if you're going to do it, you have to do it my way. Yeah. I mean, he's always been pretty weak sauce for sure. But 
Like, I agree. Like, I think that Fitz needs to take, like, his core people. I think he needs to take the fool, clearly, and, like, maybe some I mean, other maybe... choice people. But he yeah. doesn't need to be going with, like, a flag and a, you know, like, <laughs> a, a treaty. He's got all the maps. He just really, it's kind of tells us what he thinks of himself because he really feels like he can do this on his own and that like he's accomplished great things on his own in the past to like reinforce him feeling this way currently. Oh, the confidence of a mediocre white man. Right. I guess he's not white. (laughs) My dude, you had like scores of people helping you to accomplish all of this shit. You would be fucking dead right now. Especially the fool, right? Like... Come on, yeah. I know the fool's blind, but why don't you sacrifice one eye? Just do one eye. You guys can each have one working eye. Yeah, and one walks on the left and the other person stands on the other side and that way they can like see if anybody's. He's got a he's got a four oh one K now. He can't be that that risky. <laughs> yeah. Is this like the headphone splitter? They just Exactly. Would you oh, but who who would give up eye. an eye like who how close do you have to be with somebody to give up an eye? I mean, I would if my sister you, Rachel Thanks. was gonna be blind, like absolutely, I would give them Aww. one of my eyes. Yeah, I, d- I, I have can't imagine how for, like, scary it would be to be blind with an eye patch and tripped over everything and couldn't grab anything and couldn't even drink out of a cup. But I would you get gotta, used to you it. You gotta do that so head bob thing where you like kind of see depth perception by moving your head across yeah, you gotta... around like an owl. The I best thing is like Joey. when we we'd go out to the clubs and we'd just like. <laughs> You know, we'd be like those oh my hot one pirate chicks, chicks that go out together. <laughs> Watch out for those pirate chicks, pirate sisters. Welcome to Beach Bodies. You if know. they have an eye patch, they're staff. <laughs> we'd be making hungry eye at everybody we saw. <laughs> Arr. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, what else happened? Help me. Oh, a shirt. He got a got new shirt. shirt it's blue. He got a but the, everything else was for B, That right? shirt's like, lifespan is very short, and I hope it said goodbye to its loved ones before it left. <laughs> Fitz is going to, like, leave the castle and just immediately rip the shirt off and throw it into the ground. Just howl in the moon. Oh, my He's gosh, you guys. What chapter is it book? where Nettle makes the comment... Not Nettle. Um, where Elianya makes the comment about giving... Fit, or Fitz gets a handkerchief from Elianya... So that he can dip it in the blood of everyone he kills, so that then she can then take oh it and God. and bury it in the ground, so she can haunt their souls Stark. for the rest of their existence. I was like, Eliana is, is a lot. This is fucking amazing. I love Eliana. Fuck off, dutiful. Go retire. Letters. It's the, the only thing I highlighted in this whole <laughs> last section, or maybe even in this whole fucking book. She's just like, like completely oh, metal she's a and bad bitch dutiful is just like oh here it is eliana gave me a kerchief and asked me to dip it in the blood (laughs) of any i slew that she might bury it in the soil of her mother house so their souls would never know peace (laughs) we stand the queen of buckkeep we stand the queen of buckkeep she's a lot she dutiful doesn't deserve her quite like honestly she's probably just like this guy You know, Fitz did all the work. You gotta work. All right. How long do we think the fool's hair is right now? Uh, It is specifically said that it was not very long, but when he moves his head, it bobs around. I was thinking like a long pixie, like a John Cameron Mitchell. 
a kind of like when he oh has his, his hair is not punk no pixie. it's his hair is his like that but like if he had static cling like yeah if he had okay. the static charge and it was like all sticking up okay it's very sandman right now i think it's short sandman. it just it doesn't look right to me <laughs> what are you drawing <laughs> <laughs> Mage Gray. Oh, Mage Gray. Yes. Well, he's Mage wearing a gray. hat, so, you know. I know. It's just, it's weird. Yeah, you gotta put that, you gotta put that floppy hat on there, that feldspar. Vintage. With, with random buttons and charms. Yep. Whatever that means. I think it I'm means, making the charms. I think it means that the slouchy part that's, like, slouching, it's, like, hanging off of that, like, tinkling, like, like, earrings. Oh, that's, that's less weird than what I was gonna Either draw. Either that or it's around the brim, maybe. Like around the head hole. I'll I'll put some buttons on the rim and I'll put some charms hanging off the thing. <laughs> I did also like great. when Fitz said that he got new clothes for his for his outing and they had a distinct lack of buttons. <laughs> it's like me when I go to the store and I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing crop tops. It's just not a thing. I'm not doing it. I cannot embrace it. My torso's too long. I support him. He should only have to do the trends that he likes. Well, buttons are dangerous for an assassin. You can't be getting snagged on things. What if they were, like, all fake buttons and they were actually just, like, little cookies of, like, poison or... That would be (laughs) great. Like a candy necklace, but, you know, buttons. Yeah, and you could just rip them off and just, like, leave them places. Smoke bomb. Um, okay. Should we move on? Sure. 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 Boom. My chapter is called Departure, and it's because we depart. Finally. Thank God. Finally. And the opener is this song brought to you by my fully girled niece called I'm a Nut. (laughs) Hold, please. What? Can you hear it? Yeah. Yes. I'm a nut. 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 I'm a The chapter opens and B is also a nut, hunkered down in her shell, and when she emerges from her river float, the others have gone nuts. Pew, pew. That was a good joke. Uh, Fitz spends the night refining and studying his maps, as one does, and I realize I have a distinct (laughs) lack of maps in my life. Dawn arrives, and it's time for the farewell tour. Fitz does not bathe for this fanfare. I love that we all focused on when he did bathe and did not bathe in these chapters. But Fitz does not bathe for the fanfare, but he does embrace the luxury of shaving with warm water, so plus one point on the How is Fitz scale. He has a nice, warm, if not plain, brekkie with the guards, and then he schleps to second breakfast, as one does. He peeps in on Shade, who is all, thanks for keeping your word and taking Lant with you, which we now know was laughable in the moment, but Fitz really thought that he'd pulled one over on the old guy because he wasn't going to take Lant at all. Fool wouldn't answer the door on the farewell tour, and I don't blame him because FOMO is real. Fitz is annoyed at all the pomp of his farewell tour and is happy to get on the road, surrounded by his guard and Foxglove and Riddle and Percy and Lant, 
and the plan is to go through the pillar, camp for three days on the mountain path, skill hop to Kelsingra, hitch a ride down the Rainwild River, have a quick jaunt through Bungatown, and route to Jamalia. Hop on a ship to this base, and then, you know, just go to Clara's. You just, like, after that, you just gotta get there. You just fold in the um, cheese. Oh, yeah. You just fold it in. <laughs> and, and blood. Blood is also the plan. Uh, when the posse arrives at the pillar, Fitz is like, no, please, no photos. I'm just, I'm just gonna hop right through, like, no signatures, really. <laughs> And he gives a manly arm shake to Riddle, and he skills to Nettle that she done chose a right good one. And uh, he tells Lant to uphold the honor of the Farseers, and he's like, mm, yep, I'll do just that, <laughs> even though he looks like he's gonna barf. He skills the I love you to everyone at Buck, realizes they'll all be tipped off that this is really a suicide mission, and then backpedals to a see you soon. <laughs> and then Fitz takes his glove off, is about to touch the pillar, and we hear, I go with you! Not, I'm going with you. No, no. It says, <laughs> I go with you. <laughs> and Lant grabs his arm like a little stowaway rat. So they come through the pillar unscathed. A quick hop with uh, no red flags, really. Except that Fitz also sees the corner of a cape-sized butterfly as he and Lant are untangling themselves. And oh, what's that black feather? Yeah, that's right. Motley made it through, too. Somehow they're all there, no scrambled brains to be seen. But to say Fitz is pissed is an understatement. He realizes he's stuck with them for at least three days until he can send them back through. And so he starts barking orders. Time to earn your keep and be miserable. He tasks the boys with setting up the tent, collecting wood for the fire. Fitz is really annoyed by the tent that he was gifted. But, like, you kind of need a tent. It's, like, fucking winter. And also, like, you're a prince. If you wanted a better tent, I'm sure you could have gotten one. Also, RIP Dragon Tent. So... At one point, Fitz is disgusted <laughs> by Lance's lack of knowledge on how to make porridge. Insane. Just absolute insane. That should not even take a thought. He just like hot water and fucking porridge. Before he falls asleep, Fitz remembers he didn't text to let everyone know that he got there safe. But his cell service is like really dodgy and he manages to get through and he finds out it's actually been a little over a day since they jumped into the pillar, which rawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawrawraw
You ain't got no problem. I just think it's funny. He's like, I've already gone through like 700 of these in my life. I'm yeah. not waiting. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> He's moving. Um, okay. So what I do want to talk about is... Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, no. It's late and I don't remember. What are you looking for? Second breakfast? Maybe. Oh, right. Okay. So, the plan. The plan. Knowing <laughs> knowing what we all know, having been to all most of these places that are, like, this is where we're going. Namely, let's go to Kelsingra and then just go down the river to Bingtown. Right? Just, like, casually slide down that river. It only... Takes much less time going down. I mean, yeah, those speedboats now. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be fine. Nothing will go wrong. There won't be any characters that handle all of that stuff that will cause problems. <laughs> can't hmm. wait. I can't wait. I just don't understand how we're supposed to cover that much territory in one goddamn book. Like, what the fuck? Well, there's, yeah, there's stones. In the quartet, I mean, a trip down the river was an entire book. (laughs) Well, they were, they did have dragons that they had to move and a bunch of teenagers having problems. And that one time that Tarman went down to do the supply run, it didn't take that much time at all. Yeah. The only thing I can assume is he's going to make nice with somebody or bargain into a deal with a dragon and the dragon is going to just like airlift them to where they need to be. (laughs) because otherwise there's no fucking way that they can travel this much unless we do like very dramatic time hops in this book and a chapter is like two years later (laughs) i can't tell you (laughs) (laughs) i can't tell you yes you can sorry i just love that i love it though I'll find out soon enough. Because the first time I read this book, I had not read... Had I read? No, I had not read the Rainwilds books. I read no. the ship books, but not the Rainwilds books. So this whole, like, oh, we're just going to go to Kelsingra thing didn't, like, mean anything to me. Like, because the Kelsingra of my memory is the Kelsingra of Fitz's memory. It's empty. Yeah, an empty right. place with a map tower. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and I was like, that'll be fine. They'll just go there and camp. I mean, hopefully they could tell the dragons that there's an entire island of evil, murderer, manipulator, incest people who want nothing more than for dragons to not exist. And then the dragons are like, circle the homies, we gotta go do some things. Yes. But remember that at the beginning of all of this, when Fitz was in Buckkeep, there was an elderling there asking for help. I don't remember that. That was so long ago. Asking for help that was denied. And then they left. <laughs> so. Well, but he wasn't in a position of power then. Yeah, but he's. Was he? I don't. I'm just saying. It's not. Now he is. Now he has some bargaining chips. I have an axe and a blind man. We'll feed those dragons 400 children to go and murder the white people. I think if you just told a dragon they tasted real good, they'd probably go for it. (laughs) 
right. I like that we got a little camping scene with Barity because we got everyone else, right? We got all the rest of the people posse up, so we got to do a little visit with Barity. It's his turn. Did he use up the rest of his soul being a heating blanket? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think he's no, they just, they live forever. It's fine. They always come back. Yeah. We're not talking about other possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You can always bring them back with the skill and the wit, and we're good. Yeah. And you didn't even need a propane tank. They just, they do it all on Yeah, their own. They, they last as long as your pain does, really. And that's infinite. As long as you can feed them, people. Make them go poof. Yeah. Yeah, right. People pooping. That's like, it's like, that's how they, like, got around the ratings. Like, we can't have, like... <laughs> There's no blood. They just go poof. <laughs> they just poof. <laughs> um, I'm ecstatic that we are finally Somewhere. Somewhere. And we got other than Bucky, and, and and that we are not having this whole like sad like oh I hope the fool's okay. It's like the fool told you to eat shit. <laughs> the fool sashayed in and was like, "Excuse me, I have somewhere to be." <laughs> right, first class. You're in fucking coach, baby. You've got red lips. It's a beautiful vintage women's wear. Like, no, I got to go. You can camp here. I'm going to keep going because I don't camp. So. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. What's the risk? Motley is there too, right? Uh-huh. Yep. All right. So who's our who's our crew? We got Lant, Fitz, Motley, Percy, Purse, Molly, the Fool, and Spark. And Spark, Spark, Ash, Ash. Because we can't call them two. Yeah, the the two the the yeah the the <laughs> the two face character. Well, but they showed up as Spark. Yes, they do. They showed up as Spark. In the female form. Yes, because they're do they're being ladies in the, right now. Uh I am also ecstatic that Shade was like, get the fuck out of here. We're not gonna be doing any of this. There's no happy endings here. Go have adventures. Take my my bitchy son with you. Please take my son. He's in dire need of an adventure so he can have a personality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he needs to learn how to cook for himself. Please take him with you. I mean, poor... Like, golly, how do you cook an egg? It's his life skills class. I mean, right? honestly, you just add economics. heat. Even if, it, even if you burn it, you know, like, generally... Right? It's cooked. ...how to, like, apply heat to food. Let miss that class. I can cook my arm. I'm oh. Joey, if I could skill heal your arm, I would. Even if it cost you an eye? Well, <laughs> it just cost her her arm. <laughs> I mean, that's fine, because well, my arm's already shit. 
<laughs> let that arm get shittier. It's fine. What's the difference? Uh, anything else in this section? I feel like we had like a really. Anybody good... know what color the fool's scaling is looking like? I'm trying to. I don't recall. Gold. I feel I like it's gold. gold. Didn't they call sure. him the gray? Gray something. Didn't they call him gray in, in somebody's chapter? Maybe in mine. Well, yes, mage gray, mage but gray. I, he has some. But he also looks scaling. like a corpse. So. No, he's not unattractive. <laughs> what are you talking about, a corpse? Exactly, a very attractive corpse. No. The corpse, but now he's got some scaling. He's not golden. He's beautiful. His eyes are golden. <laughs> his eyes are golden, a... so his scaling must be golden, right? Yeah. Is that how that I works? I think it's all gold. I think it's giving him some color. He's like, he's not feeling great. He's got the under eye bags, but he's putting on the primer and he's putting on the illuminator and he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's faking it. He's making it. Anyway, um, there's been quite a lot of costume changes for the fool in this section. I'm here for it. I'm ready. I want to dress like this all the time. I'm going to, Ha when, when I get dressed tomorrow, I'm going to ask myself, what would the fool wear? Do you have, and... besides a costume, do you have? <laughs> I have a cape. I have some capes. I actually have a dress here with stars all over it. Maybe I'll wear that to work. I was going to say, you do have that cute dress, yeah. Wear that to work. It does not say what color his scaling is, so I'm going to go with gold. It's fine. I feel like it's all one, because I feel like if it was if it was like a contrasting color, it would that would have been mentioned. But it's like an overall effect. Yeah. It just says fine scaling along his brows. Along his brow, like his eyebrows? Well, brow. like, I think, like, your brow um, is, like, yeah, like, his your forehead is. Your forehead. Because one is dinosaur and one is, like, elven regalness can't it be both <laughs> no because it has to be not unattractive maybe it's replacing his eyebrows face. no that's horrible yeah he has both eyebrows and some little scales all right okay all right i'm with you it's fine uh it's all right i'm gonna move us into every episode prompts we are pack character introductions and exits bye fleeter leader has left but we still have goodbye rabbit who was just trying to hunker down and hide hey you know what that's good eating because i have to mm -hmm. buy my cat rabbit and that shit is expensive <laughs> so hello and goodbye oh. to verity oh yeah like a little cameo who's doing Ver verity's voice in this section what actor would you cast? Oh. Are we thinking deep? Are we thinking melodic? Are we like I'm thinking like classic, classic, like sonorous, like not like a Liam Neeson style kind of situation? Oh, okay. To me. Yeah, we're back to Taken. Great, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it because we talked about Taken before, but that really is like that kind of like. The clarity and it's like deep. It's got a nice accent, Slightly like Irish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, animal assist. We've, we're we're chock full. All of them. Motley. Motley is working. Motley's doing a lot right now. Learning all kinds of 
all kind learning how to communicate with many words like vocabulary off the charts doesn't make sense Fitz <laughs> Fitz comments that he feels like there's some kind of wit connection between the fool and Motley because they communicate so well but he's not getting any like wit signal well if you had listened to that podcast about crows that I sent you you could have learned whether they have wit powers or not <laughs> You can share with the class now. <laughs> no, apparently not. Okay. She's like, nah. Uh, <laughs> finally, we get, let's just move to fashions from Jamalia. So what's your favorite fashion in this section? Obviously, Mage, the fool. Mage Grey. The fool. What, but, I like, like, but I also need to know the ensembles that they showed up in on the mountain path in. Because I'm seeing like big old furs and yeah. like weird little hats and like maybe a muff like i'm really just i have a vision like for aspen they... cheek but like 1982 yeah <laughs> <laughs> furred shoes maybe a bang but i want it to be a little more euro than that so like not aspen we need to go to like the alps oh, okay yeah, I'm not bougie enough for that. <laughs> I do like that that Fitz is wearing a blue shirt. I think that looks very nice on him. Bucky blue. I think he should. I think he should embrace color more. Uh, well, he was a little rude about the cape with the buck and the narwhal on it, or the seals rather. Which I mean, one I, was wouldn't it? Was it I wouldn't wear that either. I wouldn't wear that. Like. It was a precious gift, and you're going to be cold, so you should just be thankful that you got it. Yeah, but it's got, like, a whole, like, motif on it that's... He's like, I'm a wolf man. Like, these are not wolves. <laughs> Whether he likes it or not, it's his pack, so... Yeah, he could wear it inside out. <laughs> what color do we think this walking stick is? Wood. Yeah. Wood, wood okay. color. What kind of wood? Dark wood? Light wood? I don't know. Like an ash? Like a white ash. We're going to go with that. Okay. Sure. Whenever Something it goes with a... blue. Why does it go with blue? His robe was black. <laughs> Roll the maps. Where are we and how did we get here? <laughs> Finally, the, rats are, the maps are rolled. We have a pack. We got here maps. through stones. Came through the stones. We're in the mountains. On our, thank God, about halfway uh, to Kelsingra. Skill Road is a buzzing. Back to our old haunt. You know, in the go, Dragon Garden. Go left to Dragon Garden. Go right to Skillstone's qu Quarry. It's a dangerous place to be when you're a skill user of Fitz's magnitude, so hope that doesn't do anything. I would hope he would have gotten better at handling that. No. Why would he? I don't but also, know, that cause... should be a really good skill stone because it's right next to the quarry. Yeah, I like feel it's... like there would be limited issues. Yeah, it has, like, the, there's no, like, long cable that's, like, buried or anything. It's just got, like, really good, strong Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, Fitz Misery has a moment. All right, we have to score him. Ashley, you said he gets an automatic plus one for taking, uh, or for shaving nope, with warm water. for shaving water. with warm water. Yeah. Yes. He, <laughs> he could have done a cold a bath shave. Done a dry shave. Yeah. One whole bath. Yeah. So he's taken a bath at least once. He's shaved. There's another time where he made himself, quote unquote, presentable for King Dutiful. I had wondered what that actually meant, but it did not go into detail. So I'm going to assume he's combed his hair. He's, <laughs> he's yeah, conditioned. He, he put it back in a fresh warrior's tail and he walked out the door. Yeah, like he doesn't I do. I do ways. feel like though he did bathe, we do need to detract one point, though, because he did leave a grease stain in Cat Rickon's bed. <laughs> She's treasuring that. But she liked it. Right she like now. kept that. She rolled that sheet up and put it in it's a like flick in a paper bag that a hamburger came in. It's like, <laughs> this is great. It did put us through about two chapters of him playing dice and just walking around as an empty husk. Uncle Fitz. Yeah, he really wanted to be Kerosene Fitz. I yeah, and I feel like fits. it was nice for other people. I know he was kind of just blowing smoke and going through all that, but I feel like it was nice for the other people involved that he did spend that time and do those things. So I feel like that gives him points. He thought of others before himself. Sort of. Sort of. Just barely. He got Shade's approval. That's major. He offered to kill Rosemary, plus one. <laughs> Didn't actually kill Rosemary. Negative one. Right? Of all the things to go rogue on, like, just take her out. You know what he what should are we do? waiting for? He should oil up the steps that she's going up, that she goes up and down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get into the ones in the pitch room. dark passage. Yes. Yeah, just Fuck let her that. fucking eat shit and break her neck. <laughs> oh, I greased it. Uh, and how did that get there? Finally, buzzwords. How is B doing? Oh, we got just got some prophecies. She's a nut. She's a nut. She's just she's fine. a nut. Sounds like she made it through okay, but I don't know about these other people. Did she? And you know how Fitz would know that if he actually read, read her book her and like <laughs> believed things that he read. Yeah. He just keeps opening it and going, "Nope, can't can't keep reading." He's just too literal. Like he can't. He'd be like, oh my god, she's a walnut. <laughs> my daughter's a walnut. <laughs> she turned into they, a nut. They turned her into a walnut. My daughter's a blueberry. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. You know what I'm I would do? And I know he's I'm not because he's like possessive and controlling, but I would take that journal and I would hand it to the fool and I'd be like, which one of right? these... Are. Why are we holding things hostage from the fool? This is I am so minus one point for the chapter where he says they stole my daughter when he was talking to the fool. <laughs> We're in the negatives now, everybody, where he's not doing well. Well, I guess minus Because that shit was yeah. fucking rude. It was rude. It's like he still hasn't like I mean He's still in denial. The fool this is a crucial time, I think, for the fool to like become invested and like want to and to and to like be useful for B. And he's not being given that opportunity. If you, it, that's what he does. It's like having a, like an amazing like computer to be able to crunch data. And you're like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to just 
not. Because he's like, oh, then it'll be like she really is related to him, and then I'll be less somehow because that's how my stupid brain works. But he can also be like, oh, I had a prophecy like this, or I had a prophecy that goes with this, or I know this one feels like, and this is actually that. Like, somebody. Don't apply logic. Somebody who's trained their whole life to interpret prophecy and has done it themselves, and who makes prophecies themselves. It's just insane to me that he wouldn't use every piece of, like, resource that he has to find her. It's like he just still wants to be able to do it himself. I did it. I did it. It was me. I did it. All right. <sighs> so that puts me at a solid two and a half to a three. Oh, okay. All right. No, no one else has any uh, ratings. Mm. <sighs> Undecided. Undecided? Where did we give him last time? Like a two and a half. Mm. Um, I think I'll give him a three. Three, okay. Yeah, how about a th- I average. feel good about a three. A three. Yeah. We only gave him a two and a half when he went berserker mode. I well, mean, I guess is, yeah, but he was one competent berserker. Oh, mode, one so is yeah, good. One is, one is good. It's like no, golf. no, one is bad. Oh. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> We've forgotten our own Are rules. I've been sure? reading my report. Is it? Are you sure? No, one is low so. and five is high. Yes, yeah, no, but this we're is talking just the about way how much scales he... work. No, but we're talking about how much he sucks, not how competent he is. <laughs> right. So if he sucks at a level five, then he really sucks. If he's at a one, oh he's not no no no. So no, one is no. That's how we've most been doing suckage. it. Five is least. No suckage. no, that's no, not how we've been that's doing not it. How it's been working. <laughs> <laughs> What well, I'm fucking doing her scale on my own. I'm <laughs> oh man! All right, five is Fitz is doing great, and one is no. Fitz is a loser. The rules no, are made up, and the points not. don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know that's fine. It's all relative. Um, I'm going to say our reminder for our next reading sections: we are going to finish Fool's Quest. Ooh. We're going to finish it. Oh my God! Goodbye. Will anything happen? He is finally on a quest. He's actually questing. That's it. That's all I got. Um, this has been. But I'm just he... gonna have to go back and like, we're gonna need to make some edits because <laughs> the scores are just. Not no, I think you were doing it correctly before. Chapter, yeah. I just think you. No, forgot. that is never how I would ever in a million years interpreted that scale. Controversy on Bucky Radio. Oh no. Uh, this has been Bucky Radio. You can email us at buckyradio gmail.com and let us know uh, how you think the scale should work for how <laughs> sucky Fitz is right? being. Who's who's going to be important and who's going to back me? Uh, yeah, are you team? Are you team everyone else or team Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I'm Rachel. You can find me on the internet at Darth Rachel. I'm Alyssa, and I'm online at alyssameaner.com. I'm Jenny, and you can find me at Faces Free on Instagram or Jenny Slave Art on Instagram if you want to see a Galaterian address. I was Eli, and you can let me know what I should do about my poop. <laughs> what? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't think we got any of that on the, uh, I love it. the podcast. I love it when we force Rachel to keep things in. <laughs> Trebuchet. That was, that was prior. That was prior. Most of it's, there's we no recording, recording. Of most of it, so I don't know how I'm going to make that work, but we'll see. <laughs> Just leave it there. She was totally planning on cutting all of it. <laughs>
No, well, no, we, we, we didn't even start recording yet, I think, is oh, the thing. Oh, yeah, we'll that's see. right. Anywho, I'm Ashley. You can find me on Instagram at Ladybird Parker, where we score things where one is always bad and low, and that <laughs> is always excellent and high and good. And yeah, low. And I'm Joey, um, and you you can find me on LinkedIn at Joey Ammons. <laughs> 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 and i was eli and you can't you can't reach me at my linkedin because wait a minute eli you did yours. you can't get my password <laughs> you've got it you've got trying to connect with it's doing it again to... hit that password reset button <laughs> no it's got... it's really hard it's really hard to reset your password on linkedin you've got to give them your id and everything so I'd, yeah you have to like uh, sign away your, your your rights yeah so i it tells I get emails all the time telling me I need to connect with Joey, but I she ignore, ignore every LinkedIn me. email. So it's desperately waiting I'm not for you on to connect with me on LinkedIn. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't use it. I, I think it's a huge invasion of privacy, but whatever. In case anybody ever is like, we'll pay you a million dollars to do your job that you currently do with no extra responsibilities. I'm like, yeah, you can headhunt me for big dollars. Me. Sure. Headhunt me. <laughs> for the record, no one really has done that. I'm still waiting for right. I think that's something Michael Scott says. He says, when you're at my level, you just get headhunted. <laughs> <laughs> Head All right. I don't know what to say in spoiler talk because we've been, this has just been going for so long. You can long. talk about how accurate my predictions are. What are your Fun. predictions? The whole but hitching a ride with the dragons and the whole right. posse going and blowing shit up. Right, okay, cool. Bye. 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 Oh, I need to leave. Yeah, this one time. I'm having all sorts of problems. Hold on, where did it go? Hold on, there it is. I have too many screens. Yeah, you have seven screens. I mean, too many right now, but not too many in general. Um, bye. All right, y'all. Are you ready for some Rapscal? Oh, no, we're not ready. No, for never ready for Rapscal. I'm ready for that bear. <laughs> mm. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm ready for for I mean I'm ready for some boats. Get on the boat. Yes. I'm ready for everybody to start winking at Fitz. <laughs> I just love that. Like, like, I've seen your face before. Are you with Amber? Like, all of it. All of it. Well, there's been so much, like, foreshadowing kind of, like, like poured throughout all this, like, just bullshit that we've had to kind of slog through. Where it's just like, oh, people with dual identities. And I don't know why. I can't really understand. I can't, you know, figure out how Ash and Spark work. It's like, mm. oh, so we're being reminded of your, your problems. Of your... I love when he sees the fool as amber and he's instantly jealous again but then later he's like oh no i'm above this now this is fine and uh so kind of like it 
<laughs> I um I just love that also Fitz has spent so much time and energy in the section planning, controlling, manipulating. And everything just goes up. And as soon as soon as he goes through the pillar, it's all bullshit because the fool's like, fuck you, you didn't include me. I'm just gonna do what I want. Everyone there knows me, so good luck getting anything fucking done without me. It's gonna be great. <sighs> It's a good last section. And I kind of can't believe I read it without having read the Rainwilds books. Like, I knew who, like, Althea was and everything because I had read the ship books. See, I knew nothing. So it, it's hilarious. It, it's just oh, like, yeah. are all these people's parade of assholes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it is kind of ridiculous. Knowing it didn't, it almost didn't feel real. Even though it's supposed to be this culmination of characters, I was like, what? It it sort of feels like you're saying goodbye to everyone in the whole world. Like Oz is fading. <laughs> Giant goodbye, Torin. You were but there. Yet, you were there. But it is really weird reading it, having not read either the dragon books or the live ship books. It's like, what the hell is going it's like, on? I mean, I had a had very different perceptions of you know Queen Malta and yeah. you know Rapskull when I started reading you know Live Ship and yeah, <laughs> I was like Rapskull, oh, he's a warrior. Okay, I respect this guy's a warrior, and I'm like he's a fucking idiot. Get out of the way. <laughs> it's bothering everyone now. It is. I do like that everybody's response to him is just like, ugh, Rapskull, please go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm strangely like anticipating it because I've you know read it all now, and I'm like, oh, all these characters that I know are just chaos agents. No, you know they have no like real concept of authority. Like, yeah, they have a king and queen, but like no one gives a shit. And yeah, the fool's or Fitz is just like, oh, he's that's just rain. All right, cool. Everyone's just like liable to do or say anything at all and yeah they they could it could be like all right let's all get on a dragon and ride or <laughs> they'll just be like you're bothering us <laughs> go away offer us cows <laughs> uh paragon soon though oh paragon soon that joke really does pay off it's the <laughs> longest setup <laughs> How many books between? Well, I mean, like, that was the one thing I knew when I read this trilogy. I was like, I know there's a boat with his face on it because Rachel told me so. And so I can't wait. I just... Only because Fitz, Fitz is completely without dignity and doesn't care what anyone thinks and walks around smelling like a, you know, like a butthole and with his beard all scraggly and, like, literally just, like, wild man but then the whole idea that there's a a thing out there with his face is just the indignity of that how dare you steal my identity and it's like dude you're just mad that this one is like always clean and it's like looking good being compared four times life size four times hotter I think that's also like the main motivation to keep Fitz young looking because I feel like this really could have been an old man Fitz vengeance gig like and it would have been like my knees are creaking oh I can't run oh holding a sword is hard and like we could have just done all of that 
But they needed the, him to look the but same. But we needed so. this particular joke to work. And this particular joke is so good that it is worth <laughs> all of the Keeping backstory him. about why he, he stays young forever. <laughs> What's the motivation? This joke right here. <laughs> this moment. good. I approve. The little giggle that you let out when you read that part. It's great. I'm glad at least that worked for me since I was anticipating it even when I read it the first time. Mm -hmm. Well, I haven't read it again, but you know, I will. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm really scared, you guys. I can do it. Although my Spotify has mysteriously started wrecking all those weird songs about about worms and stuff again. For a while there, it was wrecking all these songs about parasites and i was like what's it trying to say to me <laughs> and i think it's because i'm like getting closer and closer to that book and it's like reading what i'm reading you know and it's like this is what she needs she needs these songs <laughs> about parasites <laughs> no oh guys there's so many stars on this robe they're quilted he quilted them he didn't just sew them on he quilted them on that means well they're just sort of on here because i can't do that all of that that's I don't care. No. It's just Mickey Mouse. Basically. It's just the same role. It's the same outfit. All right. Anything else? I'll send it at like three in the morning. Yes, I will include it in the Instagram post. Next week, we have to have actual details about our live show, like the time uh -oh. and the day. Oh, no. Do you I think, think Robin Hobb will, just... will come? No, no, I, it's gonna be like link only. There's no surprise guests. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> also, I'm like a hundred percent sure that she cannot legally like acknowledge we exist because we're Good. just too chaotic. <laughs> you know, no, like I'm fine with that. We're too chaotic. We swear too much. Like she, we're not her brand. She needs to distance herself from. Robin, it's true, she would not what like if her we swearing. Gave her the complete floor for two and a half hours to just complain about her farm. She'd do it. She'd <laughs> show up. She's like the negaverse version of that guy in England that has the farm TikTok, where he like shows the ducks getting up every morning, and you know that guy. No, it's I'm like not a... on TikTok. It's, no, me it's neither. like a charity farm, and he and there's like this one famous duck goose. I don't know animals and animals in the UK look weird to me, but also strangely like all storybook animals. But I guess because they all take place there. Anyway, they it's like a it's like a a goose with a human name like Charlie or something, and then there's like millions of kittens and pigs and cows and horses and donkeys, and he just gets up every morning and like feeds them and like lets them wander around. All I ever see of TikTok is the thumbnails of things that you send in the chat that I don't You don't watch. actually click on them? No. No, because then it would take me to TikTok. <laughs> Where she does not go. <laughs> Dark place. And to the east. Otherwise, the only way I go. see TikTok videos are if they get posted on Tumblr or Instagram. And I happen to scroll by. Oh. I need the mundanity of TikTok life to get me through my nightly panic attacks, so I like it. Although, I don't, there's not enough, like, fan, there is, like, a strong fantasy reader thing on TikTok, 
that I've noticed that they're all not all, but at least what I'm being shown is very like YA or YA adjacent. So they've only read like books that have come out in the last 10 years. Which is clearly not our brand. No. And so they'll be like, has anyone read this book? You're sleeping on it. And it'll be like fucking Sanderson. And I'm like, really? Like sleeping on one of the most popular fantasy authors? No. No one's sleeping on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping on it because I still haven't finished that book. Yeah, I have. Uh, I That I started last I, night. I just know that I need to reread because I don't remember anything except for like carrying bridges and, you know, chickens. But <laughs> getting like, Sanderson's the most important part flying through the air with swords and shit. But I'm like, I don't have the energy. And I also still get it mixed up with Brent Weeks. Like, they're the same book. I tried to start reading that again and I failed. <laughs> Maybe I'll I mean, those back. books are better. Like, they're better. I just, it's just been so long since I read it, and I was like, I will just start the fourth book again. <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking know what like, happened. Who, who are book. these people? This guy's in a, in a in a dungeon with the same face as the I, other guy. and I listened to, like, the whole long, you know, previously on, on the audiobook, <laughs> and I was like, oh, these things happen. That's right. Uh, wow, I forgot all of that. Uh, I saw someone on, I don't even know where it was now, it was so long ago, somebody on Instagram was like, oh, other fantasy novels, and somebody was talking about Elizabeth Hayden, and I was like, whoa, no one, I don't, I've never met anyone in real life that reads Elizabeth Hayden. I don't know who that Symphony is. Symphony of the Ages. Um, there's three, there's like an OT3, there's three like chosen ones, and they actually travel, they try to travel through the center of the earth. And as they do so, they travel forward in time, like, thousands of years. And so when they emerge, they are, like, mythical figures that existed in the past times. And they're also weirdly immortal. And then they can, like, there's, like, magic systems and a war and all the stuff. And it gets, like, ridiculous. But they're just, those three core characters are Chef's Kiss, Achmed the Snake. He's just so good. Anyway. You read Elizabeth Hayden, feel free to email Bucky Bradio and talk to me about it. Uh, that's it. I'm tired. Mm, and be... Farscape. Email about Farscape. <gasps> Farscape! Oh, I have to talk to you about Farscape. How, what, which episodes have you watched? Just the first two. The fir- Wait, but what first two? What are you what are you watching in DVD order or airing order or whatever is on your little system? Your Plex. Your Plex. Oh, you're watching it on Plex. I think that's the wrong order, but that's okay. What? It's really only fucked up until it's like, going like the first ten episodes. We, Coherently. <laughs> we watched the pilot, and then there's the one where he goes onto the planet, and there's like all the people that are obsessed about aliens landing on their planet. IET. Yeah, that's actually like the third or fourth episode, not the second episode. The second oh. episode should be the one about the space cockroaches. Oh. I was I was pointing out. Look, he's already going insane. He's got the twitch going on. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that did happen fast." It's okay. It's only for like the first five or six episodes. You'll notice that like some of the characterizations aren't. They don't line up if you watch it in the order that it was aired in. But that's fine. You'll get through it. I already have my favorite characters. Who's your favorite character? Um, the Is it Aaron's son. 
So I don't know any of their names, but I know them by the roles that I have assigned them. And my favorite okay. character is Alien Thorn Oakenshield. <laughs> okay, that's Dargo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dargo Heavy D. Yep, he's the best. I love him. Like, literally the best. Yeah, he's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Dargo being your favorite is like, that's no, you're you're in for it. <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm excited. I... No, in, like a, in the best way. Oh. I... There's just some characters that are too much, and he's just enough. Like the lady Which whose job it is to lean over tables with her big boobs. Zan? She's blue. Zan? <laughs> blue lady? She's a little much for me. Yeah. With her cheek pressing. It's too much. I love Zan. And then there's the hottest woman we've ever seen, who is an ex-cop. That's Aaron's son. Yeah. Claudia Black, she can the stay. hottest lady who She's ever lived. She's the best yes. eyebrows in the world. Very good. Yes. And then you have Rigel, the best puppet. And then you have Pilot, the second best yes. puppet. I keep calling him Ambrosius, even though I know that's the dog in Labyrinth. Ambrosius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. Yay. Finally watching Farscape. I like it a lot. It's very Xena vibes. It's- yeah, yeah, especially the first season. The first season's very episodic, and there's some real misses. Um, that you'll just be like, "What the fuck? I, this, what?" Uh, but it's like Star Trek; they become great because they're bad. Oh, it's funny. And then, and then it starts to get like towards the latter half. Well, about the season two. Season two is when it gets like. Because it stops caring if you if you know what's happening, like it doesn't give you. It starts building off of itself, like it's very self-referential. So instead of becoming episodic, it's very serial, which is ultimately why it gets canceled because it's so weird. I'm ready to be hurt by Thorin, Red Thorin. <laughs> <laughs> You have to teach her their name. She can't just call him Red Thorn. I think it's, I'm having a great time. She can. <laughs> I've only seen the first two seasons, so I'm not I, like I probably don't know a lot I've seen as well. Mustache danglers. And mm-hmm, with the little he, bows on him, yeah, and with his tiny little bows. I feel like Thorin Oakenshield, real life dwarf, also has a weird butterfly mouth. He's like, I love Dargo because he's like a big, strong warrior, but he's very fussy. Like he has all the little braids. Like so, he has to do that every morning. You know, <laughs> it's cool. Tattoos. He has all the tattoos, and yeah. his yeah, and his costume gets more and more fussy. It's such a deep V right now. Oh, yeah. I'm having trouble. It's too deep. <laughs> <laughs> Cover yourself. Cover All right. Well, text me your Farscape thoughts. Okay. Uh, any hour, really. Okay. <laughs> I'll take you up on that. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.